One of my favorite sponsors on this podcast is Sharpier's Bakery. Not because they're delivering the best fresh-baked bread in the city six days a week like they've done in their family-owned operation for 36 years, but because, I don't know, I just love Erin Moso. I love what she does. I love her take on service. I love her take on how she wants to provide the best quality bread to your restaurant every single day. She stands by her core values, and she does what she says she's going to do. And those are things that you just can't find every single day. So if you work right now with a bread company that isn't doing those things, or if you're buying frozen bread from your broadliner, you need to check out Fresh Baked Bread on a daily basis. Give Erin Moso a call. Her number is 615-319-6453. And you can check them out online at sharpies.com. That's C-H-A-R-P-I-E-R-S.com. Do you know what the most intimidating thing for a guest or even a server is in a restaurant? Yes, it is the wine list. Countless bottles of wine, pairing them with food. When guests walk into a restaurant, they want to be able to make this at ease. Please have a pairing in front of you. 80% of dining guests say they would drink more wine if it was recommended and or paired for them by a server. If somebody only made an app that would make this accessible, well, you've guessed it, the Wine View app does that. The WineView app will pair all of your food menu items with three individual bottles of wine that pair with each item at your fingertips. So this is a great resource for the guests to listen to and identify where they want to eat, but it's also a great resource for your managers and servers to look over the app and identify which wines to pair. If you don't have a sommelier working for you, this is like having a sommelier on your phone. This is really an amazing technology. All you have to do is download the WineView app. And if you would like to have your restaurant signed up for the WineView app, it's that easy. All you have to do is give Rachel a call. Her number is 215-262-5685 and tell them that Nashville Restaurant Radio sent you. Welcome to Nashville Restaurant Radio, the tastiest hour of talk in Music City. Now here's your host, Brandon Still. Hello, Music City, and welcome to Nashville Restaurant Radio. My name is Brandon Still, and I am not your host again today. We are still powered by Gordon Food Service. Today is our final installment of the Boys of the Bird podcast, Hard to Heart. They're talking with John and Basha today. John is um, he is the lead concierge at the Dream Hotel, and Basha is the owner of Adagio Spa. So they are, uh, and they have a son whose name is Josh, and he works in the industry, used to work in the industry. You may know him, but they talk all about that in this episode, and I just wanted to send out a hearty thank you to both um, Brian Riggenbach and Mikey Corona for coming in and hosting these episodes. I wish that I was in Cuba, and I wish that I had uh, lots of time on my hands to enjoy the white sands and such. You'll get that here in a minute. But we are not. We are we are hustling away, and it's funny because this episode's coming out on a Friday, and it's Friday at like midday. And typically, I like to put these out the day before. But y'all, whew, I have been slammed. I have absolutely been slammed. And I was laying in bed last night, and I didn't get this done. And I was feeling so much anxiety. I was like, I didn't get it done. I hate not getting it done. And I'm such a perfectionist, and it's got to be done. And you know what? I stopped for a minute. I took a deep breath, and I gave myself. Grace, I gave myself, I said, you know what, man? It's okay. It's okay. It's okay if this doesn't come out the day before, on time, all of that stuff. I've got a pretty good track record of getting these things out on time. And this one, I was just a little bit late. So I thought that was a reminder to everybody out there. If you're stressed or going into the weekend, you haven't got stuff done, it's okay to give yourself some grace. It's okay to say, you know what, I'll get to it, I'm going to get to it, but I'm not going to beat myself up for it, and I am notorious for beating myself up for some things, and sometimes you just got to stop and give yourself some grace. So there it is, there's your, there's your moment of zen moment going into the weekend, hopefully you can take that, listen to it, feel it, but it's okay, man, it's okay, whatever you got going on, it's going to be all right, don't worry about it, we'll get it done, and um Give yourself some grace. I do want to give a shout out to the Germantown Cafe. 
Germantown Cafe was the winner of our contest. I neglected to put this out there, but we did a contest in the month of December where we, if you call any of our sponsors, we're going to give away tickets to a Preds game. And uh, Germantown Cafe has been a massive supporter of the show, him and Sean and and uh, everybody over at the Germantown Cafe. And um, I just want to give him a special shout out. You've won tickets to a Preds game coming up. I will contact you with the information on that. That is courtesy of Gordon Food Service, our, our good friends over at Gordon Food Service. Thank you so much for calling in in this particular situation. You are a Gordon Food Service customer, and we love that. But also, uh, they called Corson Fire, and they've got Corson Fire set up in their restaurant. Uh, and they, uh, they, they use a lot of our sponsors, and we're really excited to... Uh, to be friends with our friends over at the Germantown Cafe. If you haven't eaten at the Germantown Cafe, they are doing amazing things over there, and their French onion soup is the best damn French onion soup you will ever eat. So uh, I want to give a shout-out to Chef Jeffrey as well. He is uh, He's one of my friends, and I love the guy. And They're just doing amazing things. If you want to support a locally owned and operated restaurant that's been doing it for years and years and years, go check out the Germantown Cafe. Love them. Uh, also wanted to tell you that coming up on Monday, you can hear Steve Cavendish on the show. He is the CEO, president, editor of the Nashville Banner. He has resurrected the Nashville Banner with Demetria Kaladimas, and he comes into the studio, and it is a rousing episode. I'm telling you, this is, uh, we finished the episode, and Steve left, and I looked at Caroline, and she goes, that was awesome. That was fun. That is a true story. We finished that, and I was like, Wow. Uh, he needs to come back like every month. That was so much fun. We did that episode live, by the way. That episode is live. We streamed it live on YouTube. So if you don't follow us on YouTube, you will not get the notification when we go live. If you ever want to join the show, if you want to be part of the show, when we stream live episodes, we open the comment section. If you want to jump in, if you ever felt like you're listening to one of these episodes, you're like, man, I wish they'd ask this question or I wish they'd do this Feel free to chime in when we go live on YouTube, but you're probably not going to know that we're live on YouTube unless you hit that subscribe button on our YouTube channel. On top of that, if you're listening to Nashville Restaurant Radio for the first time, and this is the Boys of the Bird podcast and you're you're with them, we'd love for you to hit that subscribe button and you get notifications when new episodes come out. We've got some amazing shows coming up. Again, Steve Cavendish this Monday. Next Monday, we're going to have Claire Crowell, who's the president of La Dame d'Escoffier, Nashville, as well as she's the owner of Hattie Jane's Creamery. She's the former COO of A Marshall Hospitality and the daughter of of Andy Marshall. So she is a she is just a leader in this industry. It's her third appearance on the show and we had so much fun and she brought us farm fresh eggs and ice cream. So I mean that's a win no matter what you do. But a lot of good things is happening. Hope to see you. I will be at Jodis Park on Saturday for the new um Nashville SC opener and uh, if you see a big tall guy with some kids running around, feel free to stop by and, or just say hi, yell at me, whatever. Uh, hope to see you there supporting uh, our Nashville soccer club. That's going to be a lot, a lot of fun. And um, thank you guys for listening. I, again, thank you so much to Mikey and Brian for spending the time to do this. And uh, I'm really excited to put out this episode right now of Hard to Heart. Hello, everyone. It's Mikey Corona again. So I'm um, here with... Brian Riggenbach from and, The Mockingbird. Yes, we are the boys of the bird, and we have taken over yet another episode of Nashville Restaurant Radio. Brandon and Caroline are in Cuba, and they are enjoying the nice white sands of such area. So uh, while they're away, the birds will play. Uh, this is February, and it is the month of lovers. And being that we're in the restaurant world, we are bringing some of our buddies together uh, that have worked in the restaurants together, that have owned a restaurant together, and uh, asking them about some of the woes and pros of that situation. With us today is John and Basha. I think everybody that has worked in a restaurant or owns a restaurant knows these two. They are synonymous with the word restaurant in Nashville. So I'll let them introduce themselves and tell you a bit about who they are and what they do in town. Hi, John. Hi, Bosh. Hi, how are you? Hello. Amazing. Good. 
thanks for coming and joining us for uh, February, sure. um, kind of Valentine's month of us taking over this uh, podcast and talking to lovebirds. Uh, we appreciate y'all. So um, tell us a bit about um, where you all met and what got y'all involved into the restaurant world here in Nashville. Um, take us take us on that journey. It was a long time between when we met and how we got into restaurants together. Oh, you're an OG. Oh, yeah. I'm an old OG. <laughs> <laughs> you're an OOG? I'm an OOG. <laughs> OOG. Um. <laughs> yeah, we, we had a bit of a strange start. Okay. Together. We did. I was looking for um, a place to hike that I had been before. And I couldn't find it, so... Um, Is that because somebody told you, go take a hike, or what? Right, go take a hike, <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> but, um, but of all people, my dad told me to get into a chat room. Okay. And, um, and I didn't know what a chat room was. It was like 100 years ago. Okay. And um, so I got onto a chat room, a hiking chat room, and John was on it, and... That's how it started. Okay, awesome. And that's here in Nashville? It, well, I was here in Nashville. Okay. I was still in the military up at Fort Campbell. Okay, awesome. And then you lured him to the Music City with your songs of love? That, <laughs> I would love to be able to say yes, but it was so far from that. I, I actually, um, we talked on the phone for months and then we decided to meet, and every time he would ask me to meet him somewhere, it sounded like a date, so I kept saying no. And finally, I agreed to meet him for breakfast, and I didn't show up. Oh, no. What restaurant <laughs> was it, do you remember? Yeah, we were going to meet, well, because he didn't know Nashville, we were going to meet at a McDonald's on Charlotte and go somewhere um, for breakfast. But And I, you were vegetarian I, at that time? Yes, or? I was, and I still, but I stood him up. And then about a month later, we actually met at the Pancake, Pancake Pantry. Pantry. Oh, no way. We did. And we spent the entire day there from about 9 o'clock in the morning um, until about 3 o'clock in the morning. <gasps> the Pancake yeah. Pantry does inspire us. We were out in the parking lot talking and having a great time. You're like... Um, was, uh, and we, we, that's kind of become our special place. Yeah, it has to be. If you that's know, every like, time something really important happens in our life, we go to the Pancake Pantry. That's right. wonderful. It, it's not that it's a favorite place per se, but it's the place. It's like we met there. We um, we went there right after we got married because we got married by a judge in the courthouse. And we went there when John adopted Josh, our son. And so big occasions I'd love Pancake that. Pantry. And so, like, we've been talking a bit about that since we've taken over this podcast <laughs> um, with uh, the other guest. And it's, it, a restaurant, it does not necessarily mean, like, the best food. It's, like, the best experiences right. and yes. feelings you get when you're in there. So, like, you can't put that on a business plan. It's either got it or it doesn't. And, like, that place, it does have it. And so, uh, yeah, you don't go in there to, like, do with like pancake flights or a tasting menu right. it's like yeah you're going in there for the nostalgia the memories that it holds and the memories that you you continue to create there that's i love that so from that date on to fast forward when y'all are married you're together and then one of y'all had an idea of like hey you know what nashville's missing a french restaurant Let's this was that. before the current boom of oh, yeah. all what year was this our wonderful restaurant uh, we opened in 2013 2012. 2012. Yeah. Ahead of your time. Definitely not only ahead of our time, but in an area that people didn't want to go to. Great restaurant, great food, bad location. Not even a bad location. It was actually a great location, except that as far as location goes, it was above Germantown, above North Nashville. It was right between like White's Creek and Jolton. Okay. But people had to drive through North Nashville. Okay. And things were very different back then. Yeah. Yeah. And and so really Was was Uber a thing yet? There was or? no mm. Uber. Oh. I mean would, there was, but they, if, it wasn't popular. they would never go out there. Wow. So if they see that that's a destination, they'd like decline that ride. Oh yeah. Oh well they, that's another kind of barrier in front of you for the for for the restaurant. And is that something that you thought about in the planning of the process or did you think, hey, 
if we build it, they will come. Because exactly. that's exactly, exactly what we thought. Yeah. And nowadays that'll happen for sure because the, the, the everything is connected to like Uber or Lyft or whatever to take you wherever it is you need to go. Yeah, we, we had our, our, our people that would come there and they were our favorites. You know, they would always show up. They'd show up, they'd have dinner, and then they'd go somewhere else. Sure. Well, and now you guys are that to many establishments around the city, but we'll get to that later. So during the 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 restaurant's opening and operation, um, were y'all both on uh, hands on deck there, or did y'all have your other kind of businesses like Adagio uh, going on at that time? And, and John, were you still delving in, in different uh, business, businesses Correct, as yes. well? Yeah, I was. I you know uh, my son and I, Josh and I, we built the restaurant. With your own hands. Yes, yes. And Basha, Basha took care of putting it together and making it a restaurant. That's wild. But then you, did you, you still had Adagio to run just as well. I did, but I was at the restaurant every night. <laughs> you poured, so you know, I worked all day yeah. at Adagio and worked every night. Burning that restaurant. midnight oil. That's, and the, yeah. And that's, Sunday brunch. But after Sunday brunch came, oh, what was, there was a great bar on Woodland Street. Um and we would all, like everybody in the restaurant business would always go there. So, you know, you'd work brunch, you'd leave, you'd meet everybody from the, the restaurant industry. industry. Yeah. And we would go there and drink Bloody Marys and eat really good bar food. And that just sounds great. talk shit about the industry <laughs> and like how wild it is. <laughs> yes. I think that's what really bonds us together. And it, it's why it's such an addictive world that we're in in the restaurant industry because in hospitality industry is because those highs and lows are so fun high and low yeah they're high because and they're low. so high and low mm-hmm. i that definitely agree with that. and it's not just the restaurants it's all of hospitality Correct. it's kind of like once you're in it you, kinda, you can't you can't get away no from you it. can't get away from you're it really some right. people do like our son is out of it he yeah and his you know, and has a really oh, he was good, damn good at it though. He but he's great. also fucking fantastic at what he's doing right yes. now Absolutely. as well. Um, for those, I'm sure a lot of y'all in the, in the restaurant world know Josh. He is oh my gosh, this guy was in almost every bar in Nashville behind behind the bar making you your favorite concoctions. It was damn good at it, and I'm sure is like best friends with. A million of y'all in this town. Are we allowed to <laughs> say his true. name? <laughs> yeah, we can give him a plug. Oh, for sure. Our son is Josh Rue, and most people just know him as Rue. But uh, he he did a lot of things back in the day with Watermark. He was the uh, the beverage director at Watermark, and he worked. Oh my God, he Bar Twenty Three. Bar Twenty Three. He opened Bar Twenty Three, and these guys are looking at me like, yeah, "What like, the fuck is that?" Yeah, you what? That's, Oh, you can cuss on here. It's fine. Okay, good. It's location location boots now. But but Bar 23 was the first velvet rope bar and club uh in Nashville. It was in the Gulch. When nobody came to the Gulch, nobody knew what the Gulch was. And, um, And he opened that bar. He was there opening night, and he was there closing night. That was that was the beginning of strategic hospitality and um, an A Ray restaurant group. It was Austin Ray and uh, Benjamin Goldberg. That's wild. And so y'all poached him from there to take him to the family <laughs> restaurant yes, yes, is what did. y'all did. Not exactly. And not yeah. only to help with the beverage program, but to build build the restaurant as oh, well. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And and, and, and as the story goes, um, John likes to say that, you know, Josh could not even draw a straight line at that time, much less like hammer <laughs> yeah hammer and cut things precisely to build and so to know that now that's that's his specialty and that's what he's honed in custom, on custom furniture is custom a furniture. little foreshadowing into yeah. his future oh. endeavors <laughs> well, it is beautiful oh yeah. and we always furniture. used to say that his um his motto was measure once cut thrice <laughs> <laughs> so he had it yeah. flipped around but listen awful. even great chefs i'm sure sucked at at, at you know, an omelet before. You, so. you have to break a lot of uh, eggs to right. make an omelet. <laughs> yes, so that's that's kind of um, where where Josh is, is now. But now he's he's at the pinnacle of of that um, of that world and what he's doing. Um, so he helped y'all at at the restaurant as well as building it, but also um, working there as well. He ran the restaurant. I oh. mean, it was it was Josh and I were there every night. Josh was always behind the bar. I was on the floor. 
And so, he he made, you know, all of the cocktails were from his head yeah. and his heart. That Definitely, I can see from the heart. I've had his drinks before, and you can taste it. <laughs> you can taste <laughs> the love in it. Um, so Brian and I, you know, running Mockingbird together is an interesting dynamic. Um, so... With the three of y'all, and then especially with you and Josh in operations in that restaurant, that had to be like quite the dynamic. And when do you leave kind of uh, restaurant talk at home and then, I'm sorry, restaurant talk at the restaurant and then get back to like family time and, and that special like relationship you have? Um, that's a hard balance to do. Did y'all, did you feel like you ever strike that balance correctly? We did. Once in a while. Okay. But not I, all the time. Well, you know? not all the time because when, when we had differences at work, sometimes it would come home. But the one thing that, that we had back then that we have now is that we have a really strong family. Yes. And so, you know, sometimes you mouth off and you say something that you shouldn't. But I've had those 3 o'clock phone calls from Josh saying, Mom, I'm sorry. I oh, up. I love that. You know, and I do the same with him. I'll get on the phone with him and cry and say, I was a shit. I'm really sorry. You know, and, and so even when we worked together, we were really able to walk away when it was time to walk away and be a family. But cause, cause the, Which is hard to do. Absolutely. It is very hard to do. You have to really remind yourself and remember constantly like what's really important. And it's not that somebody complained that their creme brulee was overcooked and y'all are mad at each other about that. You know, but it is small stuff like that that could cause like a big riff and, and you know, sometimes uh, be something that you don't want to talk to somebody for two days about. And it's ridiculous in the big picture. Right. Um, and then so... Ultimately, the restaurant was open for, for how long? About a year and a half. Okay. And um, whenever Nashville had just decided it wasn't ready for it, and y'all were like, you, we, we can't pour this much more love into it anymore. It's, it's, it's draining us, and it's going to take us under. That's exactly what happened. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly what happened. It got, and the weird thing was that it's very hard to be sad about something when we were getting these reviews. I mean... The, the Tennessean had a full-page review on us, pictures on the front page of the of the style part of the paper. You know, we used to have newspapers. Do you remember those <laughs> things that were <laughs> newspapers? But, but, you know, we had these great reviews all over the place. I mean, but it was very hard because of the location. It was really hard to keep it open. So that was must to have, like, mess with your mind a bit because you're like, wait, everybody's saying we're Everybody fantastic. loves us. Why aren't we full? Where? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And, and I will say, and this is something that we don't really think about very often, but the show Nashville um, was filming just as we had the restaurant. And a lot of the people that were on that show were all living out in... White's Creek and Jolton, and they used to come to the restaurant all, all the time. time. All the time. And so that was a majority of, of our clientele. clientele. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Because they could drink and they didn't have to, uh, they didn't have to drive uh, back oh, to Nashville. Right. Did, y'all, did y'all do any advertising or was it all word of mouth? Um, yes. We didn't do any print advertising or anything because back then that's what people did. But yeah. We, but we um, we had Yelp. Okay. Um, and this is where I can plug Yelp and say we hated them. They were horrible, <laughs> and they were so mean to us. At, you know, oh, it's um, so it was all about pay us, pay us, pay us, and so. Yeah. And there is kind of a weird underside to yeah. to that to the review sites, and sometimes they do kind of hold hostage to businesses if you you know don't. Um, Advertise with them or whatnot, which is so unfair and just ridiculous. And that's one of the questions that we, we ask all the couples is is if you could create a um, website or an app where you as the business owner or employee get to review the guest, what would the <laughs> name of that app or website be? We gotcha. We gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's a good one. Um I, I think the the word that always comes to my head is when I see some of the results, you know, the, some of the reviews, when yeah. I read your reviews and stuff, I, and yeah. every other place, the only word is like, really? Yeah. yeah. Do you have nothing to do? 
you know, nothing else to do. So the name of your app would be time. called Really. really? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <Okay. laughs> absolutely. The big question mark. Yeah, yeah here's I love the that. truth about. So that experience did not shy you all away from staying in the hospitality industry and world. Um, you still wanted to to show Nashville um, the love that you have for it and the um, longest arms that you possibly have to give it a big old hug. So what avenues have you found yourself in now that you're able to still have that hospitality um, shown to, to this city that you love? Well, I own a day spa, so I get to show a lot of love. I also sit on a lot of boards. And most of my passion is for the future. Um, I chair the education committee of Greater Nashville Hospitality. I sit, again, just sit on a lot of boards. But to me, what's really important is that right now, workforce development is at such a crazy time. Mm -hmm. You know, how do we keep people? How do we get people? Where do we get them from? Do we, you know, do we go and recruit from California? Do we recruit from high schools? Or do we, you know, get these kids to be able to go to college? That's where I come in. I, I work a lot with culinary programs and hospitality management programs, getting kids to be scholarshiped into, um, into college because there are so many colleges now who are offering hospitality management. And half of it, um, half of it is like hotel management but the other half is culinary and that's where that's where your heart is yeah uh, i love it you well, it's so wonderful too because everyone is moving to nashville this 150 people a day but they're not line cooks and receptionists right, and right. servers it's you know it's wonderful for all the tech companies and the people that can afford to live <clears throat> downtown but with that and with all the amenities to come along with it and all the restaurants and the whole hospitality industry, where does this workforce come from? So I think it's it's really great and it's um, a really important avenue to explore. That is. And uh, dealing with um, like the hospitality world and, and nurturing those that are younger and introducing them to a lot of um, what Nashville Hospitality has to offer, um, what values do you think are the most important um, that you try to relay to this younger generation or to somebody that's wanting to get into the, to the hospitality world? Uh, and so what values do you tell them? Like, hey, be on the lookout for this because that means you're in cahoots with like a, that's a kick-ass restaurant or that's a kick-ass place because they believe X, Y, Z. Well, I think that, you know, and I think you guys did it. You guys do it very well. By making your whole, all your staff, a family. You talk to each other, you, you, they get involved in what's going on. And they're, you know, they're not just workers. They're part Correct. of the family. And I think that's so important in the industry. And that goes for hospitality and restaurants across the board. Yeah. I think as long as those per people feel as though they're, they're loved and they're wanted yeah. and they're needed, they'll be there. Because I think everyone says it, but then it's just lip service. So yeah. actually following through oh, sure. Sure. and, you know, kind of doing the, the legwork and the hard work and having the one-on-one -on -one conversations and just building that culture and that synergy between everyone is super, super important. Yeah. I think also something that's really important is that with every business that I've ever been in, I think that the most important thing is that, you know, after a while, everybody, everybody from the bottom to the top, everybody gets complacent. You know, you go to work every day, you do this, you know, mm -hmm. although it's different every day, you do basically the same thing. And so what I think is the most important is reminding the team every day that the people who come to see us have maybe not seen us before. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we have to act as excited as every day that as they are to come and see us. And it's yeah. in restaurants and spas and hotels and everything else. Um, and, and I just think to give people everything that you can while you're at work. Yeah. And we really do that in hospitality. We give our entire selves. Like, you know, it is said uh, at, at, at every almost restaurant that I've worked at is like, hey, if you have any problems, leave that at the door. 
And it's so hard whenever you have real life problems that are happening, but you're like, I need to go to work. I need to make money. And you have to, once those doors are open and it's, 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 you know, four or five o'clock and it's go time, you're on stage and every guest that comes in is looking to have a good time. And so you need to exude that and your energy needs to change and reflect that because your, your guests will pick up on it. It's a very difficult thing to do because we're human. Um, but, uh, yeah, you're, you're, you're right. Like, but if they see that you're excited, most of your guests that come in are going to be excited correct. too. You know, you come in there and you start it's telling contagious. what's going on. Boom, 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 boom. Yes. Yeah. And it is all of a sudden you got the table laughing, yep. you're having a good time. And then it also is reciprocal. And then they've also made you feel good. Exactly. And you're like, you know what? I needed that. I really needed that because what is happening outside of those doors is kind of shitty right now. But what's happened here tonight and like the smile I've been able to break and the good time I've been able to have with them. It's those moments like that that I think that make this industry so like uh, just so hard to get away from for a lot of us because we, we do enjoy that. Um, you're just really able to, to, to form those bonds. And so um, I, those are some great values that, 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 that you, you've, you've uh, mentioned there. Um, so being that y'all are still kind of tied into restaurants, I swear, I don't, they, Basha does cook at home pretty often. We are, we have been privy to, to some Passover meals been the and very Hanukkah. lucky recipients. Oh, God, so. we're lucky for those latkes because they are so <laughs> damn good. However, 95% of the time you will catch them at a restaurant around town and it's not their first time going in there. Like the, the people that own the place or that work there know them by name and, if uh, you're in a hurry, you better not go out to lunch or to dinner with Basha because <laughs> there's going to be five people that stop her at least on the way in and you will be late to wherever it is that you're trying to get to. So that being said, uh, in y'all's opinion, what is your favorite part of the restaurant life and um, what's the least favorite part? I think, I think the guests, okay. you know, they, they lift you up. And, you know, it, I mean, you have those down points, but yeah. 99% mm -hmm. of the time they lift you up and you, you walk out feeling good. You, go, you walk back into the kitchen going, yeah, yeah, I got a really good group out there today. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, as far as the things that I don't care for. Yeah. The hours are kind of tough. Yeah. The hours are, the hours are rough. Not the most ideal. Yeah. But, and I, listen, I feel like since 2020 though, a lot of restaurants, not just here in Nashville, but at least in the nation, have realized, listen, we don't need to work ourselves to death. To death, absolutely. We can have abbreviated hours and have more of a work-life balance and actually be more productive. And guess what? The guests have catered to that as well. And they've, they've been like, fine, if y'all are going to close an hour earlier, then I'll make a reservation for an hour earlier or whatnot. It's going to be fine. And everybody ends up being... Um, being happy as an end result. And so I, I think that you're right. Those, those hours can be brutal, but something has changed since 2020 um, that needed to, um, because you can't be everything yeah, to everybody. Seven days a you week. can't be yeah. seven days, 24 hours. And that's the most important thing. It, you can't be everything to everybody. I mean, getting personal here. I remember when you first opened the restaurant, when you guys first mm -hmm. opened and you got a review that wasn't five stars. Yeah. And it really hurts For because sure. I think that everybody who works in hospitality has, we're, we're like a certain breed. Mm -hmm. We, we are, we are just all of a certain breed. We don't live Crazy. that very, yes. <laughs> and we don't live that very, you know, Crazy. the very straight corporate life. And I think that what happens is that we're kind of thin skinned because we take great pride, especially if you own a business, you take this amazing pride in what you do. Mm -hmm. And when you first open and someone doesn't absolutely love you, you get crushed. Mm -hmm. And I think that it takes time, and sooner or later you say, you know, you're not, okay. You're not going to please everybody. I right? just yeah. couldn't please you. Sorry. And I think that people who write bad reviews, they just need to let off steam. And I'm being <laughs> yeah. really nice about yeah. that. Yes, I, 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 I get that. You know, and so it's why, would you, why would you hate publicly? If you don't like something... Then just don't go back. You know, yeah, don't go I back. Yeah, Say yeah. something to a manager. Yeah. You know, but or don't... Or email them if you don't feel, yeah, if you feel but, like that's going to be confrontational. But don't not say anything 
and yeah. then just rag somebody. We're going to take a one commercial break during this episode, and it starts now. Are you looking for health insurance? Are you looking to offer your employees health insurance? Either way, Dan Moore with Southern Health Insurance wants to help you accomplish this goal. Whether you're an individual who's looking for health insurance on the marketplace or you're a restaurant that doesn't quite have the ability to do it yet or you really want to offer insurance but you're just not really sure, this is your opportunity to get it done. Let me tell you, uh, improved employee retention Happier team members means longer tenures and less training time and costs. Listen, when your employees take care of their health, they're less likely to take sick days. This means reduction in lost productivity and revenue for your business. A healthy workplace with opportunities for growth is a happy workplace. Encouraging your team's well-being will result in higher morale and better work performance. Also, being able to offer them dental, vision, and health insurance as well as life insurance. I think life insurance is the one that gets missed. Dan can offer all of that to you. He does it by combining a bunch of policies together to give you the best possible group rate to offer it to your staff. Guys, this is this is 2023. You've got to be doing this on a regular. You've got to have health insurance for your staff. Let me tell you, you can call Dan at 832 816 8602, or you can email him at dan at southernhealthins.com. He's doing amazing things out there, guys. Give him a call and tell him you heard about him on Nashville Restaurant Radio. We are supported by Robbins Insurance, an independent insurance agency known for providing customized insurance policies, sound guidance, and attentive service. Robbins is also known for delivering exceptional coverage to Nashville's restaurants and bars. Whether it's a fryer fire that sets off the sprinkler system and leaves your restaurant sopping wet on a busy Saturday night, or it's a once-in-a-decade tornado that cuts off your electricity and subsequently spoils all the food in your walk-in, Robbins has seen it all. and They know how to create policies that will get your business back on its feet as quickly as possible in the event a disaster strikes. Look, when it comes to insuring your restaurant, bar, brewery, bakery, grocery store, hotel, or whatever— You need someone who knows the industry, who understands your business, and who will create a policy that protects your space, your staff, and your concept. That's Robbins. Visit Robbins' website at robbinsins.com. That's R-O-B-I-N-S-I-N-S.com to request your insurance consultation. Once again, that's robbinsins.com. When you hear that sound, it's probably too late. You need a guy. I want to be your guy. I'm Kevin with Corson Fire and Security, and I'm a Restaurant Territory Account Manager. Do you know who's doing your inspections at your restaurant? Please reach out to me at 615-974-2932, and I'll be glad to come out and take a quick look and look at all your fire safety inspection needs. If you're building your restaurant, we can help with that too. As far as kitchen suppression, fire extinguishers, emergency lights, we do it all. One stop, one shop. Call Kevin at 615-974-2932. Let me be your guy, Nashville. What Chefs Want has been changing the game in Nashville and how you get your groceries, fresh produce, gourmet items, specialty items, meat, seafood, since 2004. They've been growing steadily, and they're absolutely covering the marketplace here in the southeast, and they do it seven days a week. They do it with no minimums. They do it with 24-7 customer support. Need to talk to somebody? Great. Pick up the phone. They'll answer. They have a diverse product line and their logistics are second to none. They're doing amazing things and they really are what chefs want. So check them out at whatchefswant.com and sign up today. Oh, so that's probably the least favorite part of a restaurant life then is like having to deal with that. So, but you gotta, you gotta, you gotta make it happen. Like, you know, I get, I, we get a bad review. I call the person. Oh, find out what's going on. You know, what really happened? And, yeah. you know, I said, you know, and try to figure out why did this happen? Yeah. So it won't happen again. Mm-hmm. And I always leave them. And most of the time they leave, they, when we end the conversation, 
they're appeased. Okay. Sometimes they'll rewrite the uh, review. Sometimes they won't. Yeah. Because, I mean, things do happen. Everyone's human. We're dealing in a human. There's a lot of spinning plates. Yeah. You know, Absolutely. In, yeah, in, no pun intended. In any, in, in, <laughs> in any aspect of hospitality. Um, but, yeah, if it's constructive criticism in a way to, like, really march forward with um, and learn from a situation, I think that's one thing. But. I think a lot of times it is blowing off steam too. So, oh so. yeah. Ugh. The the other part that I think is like the worst part about um, kind of owning a restaurant is that whenever you do dine out and are able to disconnect, you can't really fully disconnect because you're looking around and you're like, oh, that table's got some dishes that need to get bossed, <laughs> or oh, that drink at the bar needs to get ran. I, we or, were sitting with somebody at dinner last night, and or, or a couple of nights ago, and she was stacking her plates yeah. um, for this, to make it easier for the server. Yeah. And John said, don't do that. Yeah, don't, because <laughs> then it know? makes it look like you're impatient and you want it like Yeah, it makes it look like they're not doing their job. Correct, and, and yeah. so even though you think that you're helping them, you know, yeah. so so he said to her, don't do don't that. Don't do that, because it could be seen as a bad, yeah. I mean, I can see both sides to that for mm-hmm. sure. Do y'all ever, um, and this might be just be because we're weirdos, do y'all ever flip the plateware over to like read what brand it is? She does all the time. <laughs> all the time. I do because I'll go, why didn't we have this in the restaurant? Wait a minute. I really like this. It's what like, is this? Yeah. I do it all the time. I, and I have, I have been known to get so excited about a plate that I will turn it, you know, like I'll, I'll hold it up above me and try to, you know, do that yeah. so that, so I can see it. But I've been known to spill a little food. At a table, you Reading know, looking the, at the yes, <laughs> where, yeah. what, you know, okay, where'd good. you get this? Yeah, yeah so absolutely. we're not the only, <laughs> no. we're not the only weirdos that uh, no. do that. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I'm sure some experts in the industry might think that that's, uh, that's fantastic. And you're noticing those little details, but in <laughs> your Especially opinion, the equipment supply. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, they're very well, happy they, you about know, that. Just, it's simply like the flatware. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Guys, well, I really like this flatware. Mm-hmm. I wonder where they got it. Yeah. Like, what's this brand? Oh, Fortessa? Wow. They spent some money. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, you know what? That That's why our really burger is going to be $2 more than <laughs> next door because we got to pay for the silverware. Well, you know what, though? I noticed that in every single restaurant. You know, oh, this is this is nice, it's heavy. heavy flatware. You yeah. know, this is nice. And, and I mean, I haven't owned a restaurant in 10, 9 or 10 years, but I still... Every single restaurant I go yeah, like to. This thing was fourteen dollars. <laughs> right. I remember this. Oh yeah. <laughs> Is this gonna get thrown in the trash accidentally whenever they clear this? Oh, it's insane. <laughs> so yeah, having that that kind of like detail is what the experts probably assume that you're going to be looking at. So we have fallen for it. Uh, but in your opinion, what is one of the ideas that experts have that you disagree with? I don't know. I, I don't know. It, I think it changes by the day. When I when I listen, when I sit in on board meetings and yeah. I listen to restaurant owners say certain things, um, I mean, I, I I know. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if I really have a good answer for that because I take everything really personally, okay. and so to me, I understand the bottom line. Yeah. I mm-hmm. mean, you can have a great time in your great restaurant with great food, but if you're not making money. You're screwed. It's, it's all right. because and it's it a makes business. it not fun. Yeah, but it also yeah. right, but it also makes it not fun. Correct. So to me, when when restaurant owners are talking about just the bottom line, I I disagree with tend that. to go more toward the personal side. Okay, because then if you make it more personal, people because come that's, in. That's, that's what makes well, the restaurant. Well, it, yeah. it does, but it is also a business. So Absolutely. If you can't pay your bills. Yeah. Right, and you can't turn your back on that. But, yeah. but, I mean, if you ask 100 people, I think 100 people would agree that if you go to a restaurant and you had great service and the food was okay, mm-hmm. you would be more apt to go back to that restaurant than if you went to a restaurant that had really good food that and shitty service. service. Yeah. So I, I, I agree with you 100%, Brian. I think that... that I mean, you have to think about the bottom line. Yeah, no, but I mean, you get that balance, what right? you just said, I've been saying this my entire career. One of the first like three-star Michelin chefs that I'd worked with would always preach to us, great service 
recovers bad food, it never reverses. Mm -hmm. So it is a service industry, and you are going for an experience, and yeah. hopefully the food is delicious. Well, the four of yeah. us had a really bad experience. Uh, At a restaurant. Back, yeah. You know, and it just, now we've been back since, same yeah. place, mm -hmm. and the service has been fabulous. Yeah. It was just that one night. And, yeah. Yes. And there we are been one there. offs. And God, we had been there like 20 times before. Right. And so, like, why is it? So, like, yeah. It, it, it happens. Is, we it know does. it happens. It's unfortunate when it does, but it just goes to show that even that people that yep. know all of the ins and outs, service still affects our experience, yeah. no matter what we want to say. Absolutely. You know, and I understand why it's happening. I'm not flipping tables or writing a one-star review. Um, no, I still wrote them a five-star review and then just uh, kind of in a private note said, hey, these, this might be a learning lesson for you to bring up with your team because I think it's important to hold those pre-shift meetings and yeah, you know. uh, we make it a point to go over um, at least one good review and then one review that that shows where we can grow because like we it's not all rainbows and sure. unicorns. And so we do have to, to, to continue to grow as a team and, and, and as people um, or else you're lying to yourself and then you'll become stagnant. And so uh, I never do it as like, a oh, it's one star. Y'all suck. It's like, but, hey, this is what, what we can do different. Next because time. you're in the industry. Because you're in, forget about the service industry, you're in an industry. And as a business owner and as a human being, it is not your nature to go out and just rag somebody. Yeah. And those people who rag are going to rag. And we were all, we were there that night and we were yeah. very upset. We were all very upset. Yeah. But I do know that when we were there last night, yeah. someone came over to me and said, I'm really sorry about what happened. Right oh, there. that changes everything now. Because that's all, sure I think that's all. Like, because they were aware. Because that, that they Acknowledging were aware. it, yeah, yes. owning the situation, yep. and then you can always try And like, we had plans to go out afterwards, but then mm -hmm. the thing is that it had dragged on so, dragged on so long that we missed, yeah, we, we had a drag show out. to go. Like, right. And we, we were <laughs> right. like, no, I'm not in a fun mood anymore. Like, right, I'm just, right. I'm, I'm in a shitty state oh, yeah. of being. And like, I and just all want of us were. And we really... You know, it was funny because we couldn't appreciate the good food that no, night. No, you're right. We just didn't because by the time that the food came, yeah. we were so upset. And you're right. We we didn't even feel like going out afterwards Correct. and having a good time. And so the fact that sometimes that happens to guests in our four walls, like really was like, okay, this is something I need to share with our team. And of course I did for the next week. It was part of our, of our pre-shift meetings. I didn't mention the establishment because I never would do that. It's a local right. no, establishment. No, no. We right. want to support right. them. Um, but hey, this is what could happen. And this is how we felt. And we don't want our guests to ever feel like that. And so this is how we could have been treated to change that. All it would have taken that night was for a manager to come over and say, I am so sorry. That, yes. And that is why we were all in a really bad mood afterwards. Yes. Because the manager didn't. And yeah. when the manager did come to the table, they blamed it on someone else. Yes. And the, I think, in, in, I mean, in life, you yeah. got to take oh, responsibility. Oh, it was a prefix of excuses. Yes. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> Just I, I've seen this movie before. You know, yeah, like, we've gone no. there so many times before and had fabulous times. Yeah, great service, great food, enjoyed it, and we always and walked out of there laughing and having a good yes, time. Yeah, one time. Though. I know. And like, listen, you know, I will go back. And now that you said that they, oh yeah, apologized, we went that, back that and they apologized. They, they because they, they never even walked like, up to responded the table last night. to the to the personal message I sent, really? and I was like, God dang! Like at least sent something back saying like, sure, we'll bring it up in a meeting, I, something. Right, but like, right. there was nothing, and I was like, where is kind like. Oh, and so I, I feel the pain and it's great to be on that other side. Sometimes that's why I encourage our team members to come in on their day off and, and have a meal with us so they can sit down and get a perspective of what our guest sees. Um, because it, it is imperative that you, you do that every once in a while so that you can put yourself in the guest position yeah, and then never lose sight of, of that. Yeah. Exactly. Both sides of it. Um, oh yeah. Some really good stuff coming up. Awesome. Um, great. So, um, that being said, and, um, kind of what we touched base on already with like restaurants having a rep of a high turnover and, um, hospitality in this town doing that. Cause it, this is a, a tourist town and it's hard to attract talent to, to stick around and not get sidetracked with the next shiny thing that's opening. 
So how do you keep good team members um, around and how do you keep them interested in, in, in sticking around your business? Well, I think a big part of it, you have to make sure that they understand how important they are to you okay. and to the, to the guests. Mm-hmm. You know, make them, that's, that's what they're doing. Yeah. They need to be the important person at the table. So much more than monetary situations, yes, yes. like make them feel they are truly part of the team yes, and they're heard. Absolutely. And, and, you know, and when a decision is made, include get, them, get their ideas on it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's important. Yeah. And I think people f- will feel better at it because they're involved in it. Yeah, that is very true. And I feel like at the restaurant, we, we do kind of do that. And maybe I feel like sometimes like, Oh, we're sharing too much, but I'm like, no, listen, I, I want y'all to know this because this is not anything to be hiding. Y'all think that, you know, we're just making money hand over fist, yeah. but that toast system we're using that, that, you know, that's X amount of money per, per month. And, um, you know, this, every time we run a, a credit card over, you know, this amount, this is how much we pay on that. And not to like burden y'all with that, but just to give y'all insight, like, but I will say from the, that I've owned businesses for a long time and people who are on your team, they don't understand. They know that you pay rent. They know that you buy the food. They know, but in their hearts, they don't know it because if mm. they did know it, they would be business owners. And so it's very, very, that's the hardest part, I think, because I mean, I mean, I love my team and, and I'm very lucky in my industry that, that people have stayed for a very long time, mm-hmm. which in the spa business doesn't happen. And I love my team, but I also know that there is a certain level that they understand and they don't really want to understand yeah. past that level. Oh, there's some team members that we have <sighs> that have been in like management or ownership and they're like, Fuck that. Nope. We want to come in, work <laughs> our work six, seven hours, make more money yep. than in management or ownership, and peace out. Yep. And I'm mm-hmm. like, maybe they've cracked the code. <laughs> <laughs> Mikey, you yeah. didn't know that? They so, have cracked the code. Maybe they we make more just, money than yeah. we do. They yeah. Yeah. Maybe we should just leave price tags on <laughs> every fork <laughs> and tongue. I was going to say, leave it on the bottom the of that plate. plate. <laughs> Every plate and glass that I hear break behind me. I'm like, oh God, a piece it was twelve ninety five. Well, oh, you know gosh. what? When you go to an uh, to a different restaurant, when you go as a customer, and you hear a bus tub go down, oh, or you hear some glasses break, mm. don't you just like? <gasps> yes, I, I, I. My wallet shudders more than my right. Me I know. physically, and it, but it, yeah, it's true. I do. I can't <laughs> help it. No, where I'm, where yeah. I'm working, you know, they, they, they do a lot of a lot of bubbles. Yeah. All the time. So they get all these flutes lined up and invariably somebody will knock into them and all of a sudden they're all over the floor. And it, I mean this happens every week. And these are the old school like nineteen like yes, eighty style very, flutes. Yes. So guess what, you guys? Because we just we serve coops, but then we came across like a box of flutes that we had and I was like, Hey, let's use some of these for some, you know, mimosas or whatever. If they break, my heart won't won't hurt sure, as much. Sure. Um, so they became pretty like popular and sturdier than, than the coops. And so I was like, let me order another case or so. Do you know how much those things are now? It's almost four to like five dollars per coop per per flute. That's not I may. Brian thinks I'm living in like 1980 with my prices still. I'm like, what? It's not 50 cents a fucking flute? (laughs) I need to talk to somebody. I was just watching Ronald Reagan the (laughs) other night give his State of the Union speech. I don't want to pay over a roll of dimes for that. Everything we do, everything we do has gotten more expensive, regardless Mm -hmm. of what it is. But the fucking champagne flutes that are like... So generic. That's so it was funny. Like... I okay. So I love a coupe. I do. I think they're beautiful. Yes. However, when I get a martini yeah. in a coupe yeah. or a glass mm. of champagne yeah. in a coupe, yeah, I feel like I'm not getting what I paid for. Really? And that's me as a customer. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Perception I, is so much. Yes. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And it's so weird because I know that's not true. Yeah. You know, but but I really do feel that. Like when I get. If I order 
a glass of champagne. Yeah. I want it in a champagne glass. I want it in a flute. In the flute. I don't, I don't, it's just me. But but I think that that you know when we talk about perception and yes. you're thinking, you know, oh my god, it's it's $5 for a flute. Yeah. We only serve bubbles and flutes. That's oh all we use. Gosh. But but and that's the reason I don't do coops cuz yeah. I I mean I love coops and they're beautiful, but I'm afraid that people are going to go, is that all I get? Yeah. Well, wow. that's, that's why I like getting a big rock when I order some whiskey. Yeah. Because it looks like there's more in the glass. That, it, oh, feel that good. is very true. Yeah. Even though, <laughs> like, that's not the purpose. It's, I know. Right, I, I know. <laughs> You're like, that's fine. <laughs> but you look at there and you go, ooh, there's a nice big, uh, nice pour here. Perception is the key. Perception is the key. Oh, my gosh. Okay, cool. So we've almost spent, like, 45 minutes just kind of, you know, uh, chit-chatting around about the restaurant and hospitality world. Um, and uh, If you want to talk about retention of employees, I'm currently about to order an Uber for my dishwasher tomorrow morning. So Perfect. Yep. We're WhatsApping in Spanish. So there's a real-world example. Oh, for sure. There's how to retain talent. Oh, there's been times where I've stuck around the restaurant until like 1230 at night to drive some of the dishwashers home because, you know, um, they need they need a ride home. Well, like The restaurant where I'm working, the, the, the golden star on our side is yeah. we get the J1s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you so know? they live in and the... Yeah, and they, you know, and they work in they work in the restaurant. They work they work all over the building. But they're living in the hotel. No, they're living. You know, we got to give. They have apartments close by. They don't have anything in them, but yeah, they're pretty close. They are, they're all within walking distance. See, that's fantastic, and I feel like and they're there for a year, and that's and they are this. They want this to be their career. Yeah, so correct. they're they're invested Exciting. in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and oh, I love that. Um, and I, I feel like it's very difficult, and that that speaks to that is like the transportation that's happening in this town is not catching that's up. It's not happening in this town. Well, right it's now. not happening for sure, but it's not catching up with what's how it's growing. And it, it needs to be whoever the new mayor is coming on board, sir, ma'am, they please keep this in mind and add some more bus stops, try to get a rail in, do whatever you got to do because we well, can't. Be, most of them have to live outside the city. For sure. Right. Yeah. It is a very expensive city to live in, and yeah. that's fine. Not everyone has to live in the Gulch. Right. But everyone needs to have transportation to, to the, the Gulch. core right. yeah. that is the economic engine of Davidson County, Middle, and the yeah, state the of Gulch Tennessee. And, and Broadway is like... That's for the billions of dollars that it generates, it, it, it's Ooh. unfortunate that we don't have the proper transportation for we the actually, people that literally fuel the economy. I, I'm going to put on my political board member hat for a minute. Yeah. Because we we do have some okay. that, unfortunately, I don't think that enough um, uh, enough attention is given to independent restaurants, whereas the hotels. Um, yeah. WeGo has special buses that the hotels pay for. They pay like, you know, like in New York when you yeah. have a, a, a card, you know, a mm-hmm. Metro card. Mm-hmm. Well, the hotels pay and these, um, your team members, if they live like in Clarksville, for example, they're brought in every day. Wow. And I think that what's happening is that not that is not, known by enough people it should be not only given a benefit to the to the hotels but it should be a benefit to the, to, to an area specifically to maybe. an area specifically and let all the and small to, businesses and, around there know about yeah it. and to the hospitality industry Correct. And, mm-hmm. and say like hey let us help support you we are the backbone to to nashville and especially to its growth that that we've seen in the past you know five seven ten years or so Eeks. Okay, well, let's get away from all this seriousness because we're supposed to be having well, some fun yeah. while while mom and while mom and dad podcast are away. We're supposed to be having some freaking fun with the birds. So let's take this uh, back to like a fairy tale land and rainbows and shit. Um, okay, so we're gonna do speed questions, okay. and we've asked these same questions to everybody that we've we've had on uh, just to make things fair, and um, they have to be answered off the cuff. And you're going to answer whether you love or loathe the two options, uh, the, the one option that we give you. Um, I'll read the first ones, and then Brian's going to read the next set of speed questions. You ready? Okay, so I think we'll be able to tell whose voice is who here. So, Bosch, say hi. Hi. That's Bosch. And then Hello. that's John. Okay, here we go. Speed question. Love or loathe? 
Automatic gratuity at restaurants? Loathe. Loathe. Sonic ice? Loathe. Music curated to the concept of the restaurant? Love. Love. Brittany? Brittany? It's Brittany. Love. Love. It's Brittany Spears. Love. John doesn't give a shit about her. You better work it, bitch. You better work it, bitch. I'm an old rock and roller. (laughs) Um, Hot chicken? No, I'll take the mild. So loathe? Yes. Vegetarian. Oh, so, yeah. hot veg chicken? <laughs> hot cauliflower? Yeah. Love. <laughs> there we go. Uh, country music? Loathe. Loathe. Electric stovetops? Loathe. Loathe. Tasting menus? Love. Love. Wine flights? Oh, I love them. Ditto. Okay. Patio seating? Love. Yes, love that. Karaoke? Not so much. Love. <laughs> Love. In, incense. Loathe. Yeah. Bottomless mimosas. Love. Love. <laughs> <laughs> I think one of our friends is notorious for kind of falling victim to bottomless falling mimosas. Falling is the, yes. is yes. the operative it's, word. Exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, Hi, Mitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, electric scooters. Loathe. Love. Party buses. Love. Egg on a burger. Love. Love. Egg on a veggie burger. Yes. <laughs> Mayo with fries. Love. Love it. Hot tea orders in June. Love. Love. <laughs> Sauce on the side. Love it. Love it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I love this. Okay. All right. So. Okay. So these are going to be a round of speed questions that you pick between the two options. Okay. We're going to start Miley or Dolly? Dolly. Dolly. Reese or Tay-Tay? Reese. Reese. Mild cauliflower or flocking hot cauliflower? Flocking hot. <laughs> Miles. <laughs> Willie or Garth? Willie. Definitely. DJ or band? Band. Band. Broadway or Printer's Alley? Printer's, Printer's Alley. Alley. Breakfast or lunch? Brunch. Brunch. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> zing. <laughs> East Nashville or the Gulch? East Nashville. The Gulch. Roberts or Kid Rock? Roberts. Yep. Demon Bruin. <laughs> Or Demumbrium. 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 <laughs> toast or Micros? Oh, toast. Yes. Counter service lunch versus full service lunch? Full service. Depending on the day. Oh, my. 15 separate checks requests. <laughs> uh, oh, but they spend a lot of money. Or... One check, but they barely purchased anything. Fifteen. Yeah. I'm going with the fifteen. And then there was another one. Fusion or confusion? Fusion. Fusion. Well, very good. Yes. Very good. There was one other bonus one I think I'd come up with, and I put it on there, but I don't know how it got deleted. Uh What the heck? So it is um, Martha Stewart or... Snoop Dogg? No. <laughs> Boy, no. What? Oh my God, now I forgot her name. Julia Child. Julia Child, yeah, you dressed up as her. Martha Stewart or Julia Child? Yes. Julia Child. Julia Child. <gasps> Y'all are going the OG route. But yeah. then also, Martha's a fucking but OG, I but love, in a different way. You know what? I love Martha Stewart. The I reinvention think of Martha The reinvention Stewart. of, I love her. I absolutely love Isn't her. Isn't that a story of redemption? Yes. It is. People are like, oh, her career but is down the like. No, and she no, went no, to no. jail, and then she got bigger than came ever. Right back, absolutely. Out. You know, absolutely. Yes. But then, what would we do if none of us had ever heard "Bonjour"? Bonjour tonight. I love that. So what's wild is the last guest that we had on, which was uh, Bunny and their partner Lincoln. Lincoln. Um, Grew up with his mom being like a culinary instructor, and Julia was there. Wow. Like wow. when he was a kid, Jacques Pepin, yeah, Julia Pepin. Child. And wow. then this kind of ties into it even further. When he was in prison, he would cook in prison and like come up with all these like crazy recipes that like sounded fucking delicious. 
So I was like, why do you not have a cookbook yet about this? So cooking from the prison cell. I yeah. know. <laughs> I, I think I, I think it's a it's a great idea. Cooking up trouble. I don't know something like oh, that. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. lots of latkes. <laughs> yeah, Basha's latkes. You guys, that's going to be our next million dollar idea. Be on the lookout for it. So we have a, a couple of quiz questions to round out the... Oh, oh goodness. Yeah, just when you thought it was over. Just when I thought Zing, I was safe. Paul Bocuse, who was the seminal French chef who introduced Nouvelle Cuisine to the world, had one mistress for every Michelin star that he gained. How many mistresses did he have? I guess it would be three. Oui, chef. Three mistresses. Trois. And there were yes. pictures of the mistresses in the kitchen in the restaurant where he worked with his wife. <gasps> they what were very she? French. <laughs> During the Ottoman Empire, a woman had legal right to divorce her husband if he did not provide her with enough what? Sex. <laughs> Food. Sex. Coffee. Oh, coffee. Wow. What? Oh, is this is this a multiple per- choice? No, or it was just coffee. Coffee. Well, so at a time when women's rights were not exactly paramount, um, this was uh, one thing that was deemed so socially invaluable that oh. women did have the right to to terminate divorce their over coffee. Well, you know, I'd like to say that I have been married to this guy for like twenty eight years. Yay! And. Although we fight like dogs, we love each other like a really lot. And we actually like each other. He brings me coffee every morning. (laughs) And for 28 years, he has brought me coffee every morning. That'll do it. He sounds like a keeper. Yeah. (laughs) Well, everyone, I think this is going to wrap up our uh, month of love. Um, Maybe that's apropos that there's like sirens in the background. (laughs) (laughs) Because Valentine's Day is approaching. And for those of us still in the restaurant world... Sometimes it could be siren-inducing um, <laughs> whenever we think about that day, although we love our guests terribly. The planning that goes into making sure it's a successful evening and everybody has a great time can be mind-bending. So uh, please wish us luck out there and to all of oh, our absolutely. kind of comrades out there in the culinary world. Uh, we're sending out the most positive vibes and making sure that y'all have an amazing uh, Valentine's weekend and that all of your guests feel the love that y'all put into your four walls and into your menus and into your beverages and into your service. Um, so um, hang in there. <laughs> February 15th, we can uh, kind of all sit around and, and chit-chat about the the stories from there. But <laughs> y'all got this. We all got this. Um, Basha, John, y'all are amazing. You're our most favorite couple in Nashville. Uh-huh. They are our first best friends here, and we meet at least once a week to go to restaurants and have the best time there. And um, uh, y'all are a treasure. We love you. We love, I love you. you. Thanks love for coming you so on. Much. Thank, Thank for coming you. In. Appreciate it. Adios. Thank you. How do you say it? bonjour? Or that's no. hello. Au revoir. Au revoir. Au revoir. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll get there. Eventually. Yes, you'll get there. Eventually. Or, as they say in our business. Let's go eat. Let's go eat. (laughs) Bye, y'all. Take care. Bye.